Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. No one deserves a winner more than Nick fans. I know it's been tough, but. My pledge is we are going to work tirelessly and we are going to build this the right way to bring you a winner. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And good evening, Blanderson Hooper. Good evening to you, Craig. Everyone's new favorite, Barry. Yeah. That's not true. Big that's show. Not, that's not true. For Blanderson last week, or two weeks ago. We were told that he um, he stole the show, actually. Is that true? Someone said that? Stop pretending like you don't like you haven't posted this on your wall already. They love Barry and Craig, but they have to admit, Blandy Hooper stole the show with the French accent. So what do you have in store for us today? Um... I mean, I was planning on doing the French accent again. I could do a different one if you want. You might have to, because you're fucking so bad when you're not doing the French accent, right, Barry? That's hurtful. <laughs> Even that's just, right that's, now, it's mean. Well, Barry, how are you? You don't you don't look good. You you said you're not feeling well. Yeah, I don't feel good. Like, and just like 30 minutes ago, it hit me. Oh no, I, I was in the sun a lot today. I don't know if it's from that. I mean, it could have been the White Castle for lunch mixed with salmon <laughs> oh, no. for dinner. That could Wait, I'm definitely sorry, what? be what it is. I don't know what the salmon has to do with it, but it could be the White Castle. When's the last time you had White Castle? You know, I do it from time to time. So, and it, and it usually doesn't doesn't hit me, doesn't hurt, affect me. What'd you have? I had like six or seven White Castles, and you know, fries and Coke, and a little bit of a shake. You didn't have a White Castle fish, did you? You sound like you've got nothing to give. I was excited to do the show tonight, and now I feel bad that we're doing it. I, I, I'll pull through, man. You'll battle I'll through? I'll pull through. Is it possible that it's all the rat poop in the air that's making you feel sick? No. No, because <laughs> it hit me before I came down to the basement. <laughs> it's not, there's, not a lot, there's never been a lot of rat poop. Have you figured out what happened? Did you, did you have someone come and look? No. No, I kind of got talked out of it by the exterminator. Really? Wait a second. But you had an exterminator come and look. No, he didn't come. No. What? I called. And <laughs> no, hold up. What? He, like, he kind of didn't want to come, it sounded like. <laughs> he was basically like, look, we're going to come. We're going to put, like, some of those green blocks of poison outside. We're not going to put them inside because you don't want a bunch of them dying inside. We'll probably put, like, one trap inside. And then just, you know, put some stuff outside and it's going to cost you like 350 bucks for us to do that. Like, and he was, I could tell he was like basically telling me it wasn't worth doing because I could buy the shit at Home Depot and do the same thing. Okay. So you did that? So I did that. And have you caught any of these monster rats that were riding the treadmill? (laughs) I haven't got any yet. 
I so I did that. You know, I put some blocks on the outside perimeter right up against the house and I got one big rat trap that would smash the motherfucker uh which I put some peanut butter in and I put it like in the drop ceiling cuz I figured that you know that's like the ground level where they're probably getting in and I check it every day and I've got nothing and I hadn't seen any poop downstairs either until yesterday oh no so Here like we a go. week and a half two weeks had passed and so again like two little isolated droppings <laughs> so I'm thinking they might be in like the unfinished part of the basement, but it's not a lot of poop. I don't know, but I didn't really inspect there for poop yet. So it's to be continued. The search continues oh, no. and Barry, it's not done. Um, I'm going to have to come over this weekend. Is that okay? I want to Yeah, help that's you. okay. <laughs> Assuming you don't have COVID or anything right now. I was tested um, a few days ago and okay, uh, that's I'm good. negative. Why were you tested? Just peace of mind. My uh, my parents are up from Florida. They're quarantining with us. We thought it would be a good idea for my wife and I and my parents to all get tested, which we did. We spent two and a half hours in the car together, like outside the hospital where they have like a COVID test uh, line, drive-through type thing going on. And yeah, they got the res- and Jay. By the way, I got the results back the next morning. Yeah, well, so not even it, like sixteen Jay hours. Still waiting passed. for his it, results. It took me twelve days to get my <laughs> my know. results. So yeah. <laughs> you had COVID. You probably had it. And I could have had it. it and been done with it by the time that you know they got back to me. Although you were negative. Yes. Yes. You guys survived the storm. I know Jay. You just got power back, right? Or uh, internet back? No, we had power. We lost power from Tuesday through what Thursday or Friday. But then we got power back, but then cable, internet, and, and phone went down for a couple of days. So, so when you had your power out and uh, there was no internet, what were you doing? Eating a lot of dessert? Clarkson Avenue crumbs? It was at my parents who purchased a spectacular generator at uh, Mineola Bicycle uh, and Mower. <laughs> and so, this, is a, this is the time to do the Clarkson Avenue ad, not the Mineola bike ad. <laughs> <laughs> well, so uh, I actually, yeah, I uh, I ordered some recently, and uh, I didn't want that to to go bad, and so I I brought it I brought it to my parents. Okay, what flavors did you order? This is um, such a load of shit, Jay. Everyone can tell. All right, you, you you set me up for the commercial. I wasn't ready for it, so now I'm playing along. And right, just tell everyone about where they can get their crumb cakes. They could get it at ClarksonAvCrumb.com. That's ClarksonAvCrumb.com. Use promo code HARDNIXLIFE for 23% off your order. Uh, you know, by the way, they've got a summer sale going on. Just so, Okay, tell so us about aware. it. It's 15% off all their regular menu items up until uh, the end of this month, but that excludes their crumb cake of the month. And their crumb cake of the month, let's check this out. Oh, is that? Uh, let's see what they got here. <laughs> August cake of the month, Coco's Cookie Dough Crumb Cake. What? I'm looking at it right now, and it looks like heaven and a crumb cake. <laughs> Cookie dough crumb cake? Yeah. It looks insane. It's a vanilla cake, generous amounts of chocolate chips, and then one-of-a-kind chocolate chip cookie dough crumbs. <laughs> I mean, are you looking at a picture? Are either one of you looking at this All right. picture? Go to crumb.com and crumb get some. Barry, it you're, 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 looks like you're barely hanging in there. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right, dude. I'll I'll be fine. Thank you. <laughs> you. You don't look fine. We'll get through. Do you need something to drink? Do you have be- you have you're hydrated. I should have a water. With You've me. got nothing over there with you. I have a coffee. I don't want any more of this coffee. No, that's a bad idea. Yeah. Why don't you go get a water? Yeah, I'm gonna go. You want to go water. get one? All right. <laughs> 
All right, guys. Have you guys been watching uh, Chris Stapp's Porzingis? And uh, a lot of talk, a lot of national media making fun of the Knicks again because we gave up Chris Stapps and got so little in return, and he's averaging like 30-plus points a game in the bubble. Tim Hardaway Jr. is not doing so bad either. I mean, in the like the first couple games, I think maybe there was one game where Trey Burke, Tim Hardaway Jr., and Chris Stapps lit it up. I was listening to that game in the car. It was like the end of the quarter. And the three of them scored, like, the last, like, 15 points of the quarter. It felt like I was listening to a Knicks game. Some Knicks fans are bringing it back up again. Who gives a shit? But a lot of second guessing, whether it's KP or whether it's us passing on Michael Porter Jr. Well, that's the big one. That's A that's lot of what-ifs going on. First of all, on the Chris Stapps front, he's put up some points, but he hasn't been playing that well. He's still, I looked up, he's shooting 20-something percent from three. Shooting like 44% from the field. I mean, he's putting up big points. He's obviously, he would be the best player on our team right now. I mean, we got way too little in return for the Chris Stapps trade. Yeah. And I don't know who that's on. Is that on Steve Mills or Scott Perry or both of them? It's got to be on both of them. It does. I mean, you know, it's hard to tell even now because nobody's really talking about it, you know, on either side, how contentious the relationship was obviously it was bad enough that the Knicks felt like they had to get him out he didn't want to be there and they were going to take whatever they could get for him at that point before anything I guess got dragged out in the front lines in front of the media and then his value would even plummet further knowing that the Knicks had their backs up against the wall well the whole thing played out in like a span of a few hours remember it came out of nowhere it was like all of a sudden he's not happy and the next thing you know, he's traded. To us, but supposedly they had been exploring deals for some time because they knew that they weren't going to want to sign him to a max deal. At the time, we thought it was maybe good because it opened up a lot of salary space, right, for KD. Well, this transitions perfectly into, and I don't know if this is where you're going, did you guys hear Kemba Walker on the R2C2 podcast the other day? I heard that he was, he, the Knicks, he almost came to the Knicks, if that's what you're The Knicks to. were a major major contender for him in his eyes as a landing spot for himself really and, and did he, he sa- say did did he say it depended on them getting someone else or he was thinking about coming here just by himself no that's ultimately why he didn't he said he thought they were going to get somebody else and they didn't end up getting them and then you know he looked elsewhere and he ended up signing with boston another franchise well he thought he, he thought we were going to get kd i mean that's the only logical explanation who it could have been well, it's K- yeah. KD only wanted to play with his fucking insane buddy, Kyrie. Yeah, which is wild. And, and and I mean, and we've discussed this. Like, how much of a blessing is it that they didn't sign here? I, yeah, we've you know, oh, it, it, It's ridiculous that he's not playing now. It's been over a year. You're telling me he, he can't be in the bubble right now? What's that about? I don't know, but going back to the KP trade, I know Leon is close with Scott Perry, but still doesn't sit well with me that Scott Perry and Steve Mills had a hand in that trade and whether or not KP really want to be out of here for whatever reason how bad his injury was how did they not get more for a talent like him and why isn't Scott Perry why is nobody like questioning what happened there either way Scott Perry I feel like has to be at some fault for this either let Steve Mills do it or he was in on it with Steve Mills either way it doesn't. It's not a good sign that, for that, Scott Perry. It's Scott Perry's major job description. So how did he let this happen, and how is he just getting a free pass on this? It's not the Knicks who fucked up. 
by trading Chris Stapps for so little. I didn't think they fucked up by trading him. I still question how long he's going to last. And if you want a guy with that injury and with that body and the way he comes down, I, I would still be nervous every time he took the court. I like that he's gone. I like not having a max contract attached to him. I'd rather it be attached to someone with a clean injury history. And of course, someone who wants to be here. But how the fuck does Scott Perry not get some heat right now about how little they got back for him? Even by giving up that Tim Hardaway Jr. contract, you there you have to get some more talent back for a guy like KP. I don't get how Scott Perry just gets a pass. He gets a pass on everything because he drafted Mitchell Robinson. Not one free agent we've signed has really worked out. Draft picks haven't really worked out. He took R.J. Barrett, but who the fuck wouldn't take R.J. Barrett with the third pick? Look, I know, and I know Trier didn't work out, but I mean, that was, that was looked at as, as a good find. It wasn't somebody drafted, but it was somebody that they signed draft night after the draft, and he played well. He exceeded expectations. The way his play was on the court, he looked like a player that should have been drafted. I mean, that's a check mark for him. I saw a tweet someone said, well, let's just pretend that they drafted Mitch with the eighth pick, and they drafted Knox in the second round. Oh, that's a, that's a horrible... <laughs> what kind of sense does that make? What a waste of a pick at eight. You look at all the other guys you could have had. Even when they picked Kevin Knox, I was like, okay, they're reaching for him. Because you didn't really hear much about him until maybe no, the be- day of the draft. They believed in him, you know? Yeah, but you could still, but still no other NBA team was considering him anywhere close. So it always drives me a little crazy when your team, when the Knicks aren't just, okay, you love Knox, fine, but you can get him at 17 or 18. So can you trade back a little bit? Can you get some assets back? But they they reached for him at whatever that was. And now, of course, Michael Porter Jr. Well, we knew that. I mean, we talked about him leading up to the draft, what, you know, what a talent he was. Yeah, before the draft, he was viewed as, uh, not right before the draft, but that year or two before the draft, everyone thought he was a number one future star. And even when he was getting drafted, we knew he had that potential, but he hadn't played. He played like three college basketball games because of his back. An 18-year-old with a bad fucking back. Yeah, that's not a good sign. Look, he sat out all of last year, his rookie year, and I drafted it on my fantasy team. I mean, I believe this the kid was still going to have it. I think that, that back injury for such a young guy was going to really, you know, keep him down at this point of his career. Maybe in the future it's going to catch up to him. Have you seen his last four games? Oh. What, like 30? He's sick. He's scored 30 a couple of times, 27. He's dropped like double doubles left and right. He's got four double-doubles. Yeah. And Denver's on their way to becoming one of the powerhouses. 37 the and 12, 30 and 15, 27 and 12, 23 and 11. And shooting lights out from three. Three of the past four games over 55% from three. But first of all, he just came back from a huge break that everybody had, right? He, Like Barry said, he barely played last year. He played a good amount of games this year, but very few minutes. And now right. they're, they're all coming back from months off to play in this bubble with no fans, which I think can be deceiving when you see players who weren't playing great all of a sudden playing great. And some players who were playing great playing like shit. They're playing with no fans. It's a totally different game. It's almost like practice. Like, the games count, obviously. Well, some of these games don't count for these teams <laughs> because too. they've already clinched a spot, or it's not going to affect their seeding, or they don't want to, for you know, a particular matchup, they don't want to advance in where they're seated. So, yeah, I mean, I, that, that's one of the big reasons why I can't wait for the playoffs to start because I, I think the brand has been good. I think the games have been exciting. But when they really count, and you know, in another week, and the playoffs start, 
it's going to be awesome. Can you imagine some some player in a contract year lighting it up here in the bubble over the final month or two after having like a few months off and they're rested, they're healthy. Now they're playing in this different environment where they're just for some reason thriving, getting some huge contract off of it. It would probably be the Knicks who end up doing that. And then they, it never works out because once they go back to actual regular basketball, which who knows when that's going to be. Right. But it's just such a weird time the way this restart has happened. Barry, did you almost just throw up in your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> you did. Is that true or you're just saying that for me right now? Yeah, yeah no. It's, it's Barry true. just leaned back. Wow. His cheeks filled up. <laughs> it filled it up. looked like you were going to hurl. It, it didn't get that far. That's pretty bad, right. Barry. <laughs> it didn't even reach anywhere. It's just, you know, when you're not feeling well and you belch, you don't, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. It's a, oh. Uh, oh, no. it's a wild card. So no regrets from you guys drafting Knox over Michael Porter Jr. There's got to be a Oh, please, bit. of course. Craig, of course there's regrets. <laughs> you kidding me? But, Craig, you're telling me, it's, okay, so we can have Donovan Mitchell right now and Michael Porter Jr. if you're going to go down that road. All right, but doesn't doesn't a part of you feel like if we had drafted Michael Porter Jr., that like already he would have had like three other back surgeries and that would have been the end of that and we would have been talking no. about how stupid we are for have drafted Mike. You don't think there's a part of they, just the, this look, organization? It, they would have talked about how stupid the Knicks were for drafting him, you know, because they're asking for trouble. But I don't, you know, I'm not going to say that that would have come to fruition. <sighs> but again, but we wouldn't be seeing this now either because, you know, who knows if they would have played his uh, played his minutes slowly like Denver did, and then obviously they didn't make it to the bubble, and we would have to wait another season. You know, it's again, it's tough to wait. You know, for uh, for a lot of these organizations. Well, we're counting on the front office to get it right, and the front office continues this makeover. Front office slash coaching staff. Yeah, and I think we're going to see pretty quickly. Um, you know, as the next season starts to get underway, what the intentions are, how serious they are about. Being a contender now, because I think that's where this team is going. They're not even halfway there right now, but I think that that's what Leon, Leon Rose really wants to do. He doesn't want to sit and wait. He he wants to get a big name in here that's gonna that's gonna turn heads and might be a domino that's gonna fall and, and, and attract somebody else. Yeah, we talked about this. They have these assets. And they they don't have the world's greatest assets, but they have enough assets to be able to make a move for a younger player who wants to be out of their current team whether it's Booker, Mitchell, whoever it might be. That's the whole reason you have all these draft picks. It's the whole reason you have young players, is to be able to make those moves at some point. As long as they're going for a younger star player, I am open to this. You would think, though, the way that Phoenix is playing right now, the only undefeated team in the bubble, now having won six straight games, and it's they've got a pretty good chance that they're going to be in that playing game to be in the postseason. Can I can I just interject that, really quick? You, yes. You're you're taking away. You guys have already like taken away a couple of my 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 news stories for later. That's fine. It's all right. It, it, there'll be an just exclamation you know. point on them. Blandy, as long as you're doing it in French, <laughs> okay. with the French accent, I'm no just, one even cares what you're saying. All right. That's right. You go through <laughs> no it all problem. over again. It's all fine. Right. But I mean, don't you think that that is going to be something that's going to probably make Devin Booker want to stay there? I mean, they're playing this well. I don't, Kelly Oubre is not even there, right? And they're playing this well. That's where Kenny Payne comes in, Barry. What do you mean that's where Kenny Payne comes in? The Knicks are stacking their chips right now, all right? They are going all in with the, with the front office staff, all right? We've, we've spoke about it. Worldwide West, Leon, Brooke Aller. Just let me keep going, Barry. Don't okay. throw up yet. 
All right. <laughs> and now the Knicks have hired their first assistant coach under Tom Thibodeau. The great, the well-respected, it's been rumored for a few weeks now, Kenny Payne, at a reported $2 million a year. They have invested already so much money in Thibodeau, Leon, Wes, the the, the analyst guys like Brooke Aller, the cap capologists. Everywhere across the board. Next up is player development. And they're going to sink $2 million into Kenny Payne. He is known as the Big Man Whisperer. That's his nickname, Barry. I mean, I know that money doesn't come off their cap or anything, but that's kind of crazy, isn't it? Well, he's making like a million bucks a year as for Kentucky, uh, so they got to lure him some way. I know. You, like me, probably don't know a lot about Kenny Payne. But the former Kentucky players fucking love this man. All right, so I'm going to read you some quotes from this article. All right, Payne has become the Wildcats' post-whisperer, their secret weapon. Calipari came to Kentucky with a reputation for recruiting and developing elite point guards. But Kenny Payne has become known as the post-whisperer. He's, he's coached and helped players like Anthony Davis, Nerlens Noel, Julius Randle, who's a Nick, Willie Cauley-Stein, and Carl Anthony Towns, all who he helped become NBA lottery picks. This is what Anthony Davis said about Kenny Payne. He wants people to get better. Even in the summertime, I go back and try to work out with him because I love his workouts. He always pushes me. That's Anthony Davis now. He works out with Kenny Payne now in the summers. Calipari, he has a great relationship with the kids. He doesn't bullshit them. He doesn't tell them what they want to hear. He tells them the truth. And he's extremely hard on them. He's harder on them than I am. He accepts nothing but their best. And this is what this is a quote from Payne, which just gives you a little insight into his mindset coaching these kids. This is what he says to them. There are going to be times that I'm more committed than you're going to be, and I'm okay with it. Because at the end of the day, I'm never letting go. When you give me 100% effort, I'm going to find a way to beg for 110. It may be from me hugging you. It may be from me threatening to kill you. But I am doing it out of love. Because success is not optional. He says he's going to threaten to kill these kids if they don't give 110%. That's the kind of assistant coach I want on this fucking team. Yeah, but you, go, you also got to remember, coaching college kids and coaching NBA players is not the same thing. These, the, actually, maybe it is. Most of these kids come into the NBA and they're 19 years old. They're not developed. That's the whole point of getting a guy like this. It's not to attract a Devin Booker. It's not no, to it's attract a No, it's not. That is not the purpose. It doesn't here. hurt. It's, it doesn't it's hurt. It's to get... Right, right. But, but that's not going to that's not gonna move the needle for these guys. But what it will do, yeah, it's going to you know, hopefully develop these players that's what the knicks are trying to you know have one of the focus things imagine be, so player development. so let's talk about mitchell robinson he didn't go to college all right he tried something happened then he left before he even played a game mitchell robinson can benefit for sure you're giving kenny Payne two million dollars it's to turn mitchell robinson into a fucking beast and with the money mitchell robinson's making right now yeah, why not have the Knicks organization yeah. throw money? I mean, Kenny Payne Kenny worked Payne. with Knox. You know, could he work, of course, he could have a good influence on Kevin Knox, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle. He obviously has a close connection with. Look, he's got a lot of connections on this team. The thing is, yes, it it can really help Mitch. Mitch can really use that type of coaching. But games aren't won in the post anymore in the NBA. The best coach Mitchell Robinson has ever had is Butch Stockton. Now, no offense to Butch Stockton, who's been on this show, but that... I hope that's not the best coach that, <laughs> that Mitchell Robinson's a, ever well, had, Well, who is Craig. it? David Fisdale? There's something wrong with that. In the, in, the, in the backwoods of Louisiana, a high school coach... Maybe Mike Miller. I guess Mike Miller. But he needs a coach to develop him. I mean, this could be huge for him. We already know Thibodeau might be huge for him. But supposedly, Payne really connects with all these guys. I, I've been, I was looking at photos of Payne 
with these guys, you could see how much they love hearing him talk. So I've never been more excited for an assistant coach. <laughs> Craig, you are Jeez. out of your mind. I have never been more excited for an assistant coach. Yeah, it's a, it's a smart hire. Sure. He, he comes with a great resume. Like you said, he's well-respected. The players that he's coached are big names. Yeah, it's great. But, I mean, you're not going to get me excited about it. But, again, it's another smart move by Leon. Let him keep making these smart moves. That's great. They are not holding back. I mean, that's the biggest thing for me is they are every hire that they are making, they're going all in. They are trying to get the best person that they can for every single position they're hiring for. Right. Because things are being invested in this team like never before. This is like a full cleansing. This is a full body cleanse, Jay. Like a high colonic? Like a high colonic. You ever get one of those? No. Really? I'm surprised. Never. Never, never had that. You shave your pubes, Jay. What the hell just happened? We just, we this, just took this, this is like shaving. <laughs> this is like shaving your pubes. That. With the Knicks you ever have like a really awful stomach ache and, and you're like an explode, you get to the bathroom and it's just like everything just came out of you <laughs> and you're so spent. What just happened to this conversation? This is what's going on with the Knicks right now. So is that Steve Mills? He was like the first, you know, big load that came out of you? Is yeah, everything's just fucking in there, in there and now you're just refueling with all these great... Yeah. David Fisdale. <laughs> it's not even that. It's just water. <laughs> Steve Mills. <laughs> No, it's like it's like you take a bucket full of water and you dump it in the toilet. That's what these guys are. Okay. <laughs> what about Fred? Have you been watching Fred Van Vliet in the bubble? He's been playing really. He's making well. himself a lot of money. Free agent. The whole Toronto <laughs> team, dude. Dude, I would. I if I could put money on it, I would take Toronto to win the East. I believe they could get past Giannis. Really? Yeah. I, pfft. The, the ball that they've been playing is great. And I know they lost one to Boston the other day. They didn't have it. But in a seven-game series, that team is a well-coached, well-oiled machine. They got three guys on that team. You don't know who's going to come at you that night. Very impressed with Toronto. The, the thing is, like, there's tons of teams that have, you know, their top two players are better, you know, than the Raptors' top two players. Like, there's so many teams that rattle off like that. But there may not be any team whose third best player is as good as one of any of those three. And that's that's the whole thing. You never know if it's going to be Siakam, Van Vliet, Larry that's going to give it to you that night or if they're all going to be on fire. They move the ball terrifically. The, Nick Nurse is doing a great job with them. They're yeah. awesome. I mean, Masai has built a great team. It's really not about the players. You know, a good system. Kawhi can leave and they're still a great team. When Kawhi Leonard can leave your team and you're still a great team. Oh, yeah. Who would have thought that they'd still be sitting in the two hole? But to me, they're starting to feel like the Spurs. But it's just about team ball, and it doesn't matter who you put in there. It just seems like they're going to be good for a while because they're just right. built well. Right, and they, and they play hard all the time. Has, has, has watching Fred Van Vliet made you buy into possibly the Knicks going after him this offseason with some of that money? If they, let, like, Let's say they don't get – let's say they can't get LaMelo. No, I'm still not on board. Still not on board. No. All right. Fun question from Tommy J. Was Eddie – the movie featuring Whoopi Goldberg, actually a good underrated movie. I, I, I have to be honest, I never even fucking watched that movie. I've seen I've clips. I've never seen that movie. Me too. I, I'm due to watch it, though. I've been watching a lot of movies. That's on my list I have list zero watch, interest have in watching watch that. You want to watch that movie? Yeah, I'll watch it. A move, like, why do people want to watch a movie where Whoopi Goldberg is the coach of the Knicks? I like Whoopi. Like, I like 90s Whoopi. We watched Ghost the other day. 
and Whoopi Goldberg was fantastic. Did she win an Oscar for that or nominated for an Oscar? She 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 did. I think she did. Oda Mae Brown. She played. All right, Kojami. I apologize. I would love to answer this question. Jay, maybe you know what he means by this because I okay. don't feel like he worded it right. Can you guys, the Kentucky U Horse Whisperer. Okay. Say that again now? Obviously referring to Kenny Payne, but he's missing Maybe you just like meant, a verb can you comment? Maybe you just can <laughs> Yeah, he is missing a verb. Can you comment? guys, the Kentucky U Horse Whisperer. Maybe comment. Can you guys. I can. I can, Craig. You can. I the can. Kentucky, I think we already did Kentucky that. Whisperer. Whatever it is he wanted us to do, I think yeah. we did it. Can you talk about him? Is that what they're saying? I think he. Can you comment? No, on that's not what he that's wants what I us think. to do. All right, we already spoke about him. Yeah, we, we got that. Victor Reed says, I asked a question. What will we talk about? He said, lottery draft. Uh, the date has reportedly been set. Hold on. Is Jay, is that in your news? Um, no, that was not in the news. Well, what the fuck is wrong with Shams, you? Shams, uh, Shams, uh, Terania. Shams, Terania. Reported. That they, should I, do you want to look it up and add it to your news? Uh, yeah, Jay, why don't you do Jay? that? Let, That's pretty big. Save August it for the 20th. News. Save it for the news. Okay. Then forget what I said. Forget the date. Bring back Mellow to NYC. We already talked about that last week. Life and Times of Hongus. Who would you rather have on the Knicks, Devin Booker or Donovan Mitchell? He assumes it would be Devin Booker. I mean, if you're going by right now, I mean, why wouldn't you take him? Take him over just about anybody at this point. As opposed, uh, right now, as opposed to when? I mean, I'm just saying right now over Donovan Mitchell with the way they're playing, the way with the way he's playing. I mean, Donovan's playing well too right now as well. But yes, I, yeah, I would take Devin Booker. Yeah, I think I would take Devin Booker too over Donovan. All right, you all hear that music. It is time for Blanderson Hooper and the news. Jay Str- Blanders- Blandy struggle- uh, scrambling to get his papers ready. Are you all right? you just told me to add that to the news, and then two seconds later you're like... Well, you're in. you got 60 seconds. Did it start? Yeah. Okay, thank you very much, Craig. I would like to just start off by saying I did a little bit of research. I watched some of the YouTube to listen to how to better, how should you say, um, make my French accent a little more authentic. Uh, so really? It was so, it was perfect. You don't need to refine well, this. I, you know, you can always do better, right? We're always learning and improving and, you know, so I wanted to see if I could do uh, the better. Sometimes the fake ones are funnier than the real yeah, ones. Yeah, I like the old one, Jay. Um, this is the same as I was doing last week. <laughs> oh, you think it is different? There you go. Here he is. Okay. All right. So here is your news. Uh, the draft lottery, as Barry was just saying, and you were just saying, Craig, has been announced for August as the 20th. It will be uh, done virtually, obviously. All right. And you will have all 14 teams participating via their uh, video feeds. As Hold up, we're 10 cold. days away from the draft lottery? I just looked at the date. Crazy, yes. right? We're 10 so, days away from the draft lottery? Yes, so very soon yeah, we will dude. know that our spot will be like uh, the number six or seven, and we will have Killian Hayes, like uh, okay. every draft uh, thing says. Okay, Blandy. Can I finish with my news? Yeah. Okay, Please so uh, the Draymond Green of the Golden State Warriors was fined $50,000, I don't know if you saw, for tampering. With the uh, Devin Booker, who we were just discussing, for saying that the NBA needs to get him out of Phoenix. Oh, you know, because the team there is so bad, you need to get him out. So, yes, 50. You know, it's so t- time. Sure, Hold on, pause, no uh, Blandy. It's, it's so tough. These players are on TV all the time asking to be analysts, right? And they want their opinions on shit. 
And then, you know, they open their mouth about something. And, yeah, half the time it's going to be tampering when you comment about a player. Well, he went a little bit too far, I guess, in the eyes of uh, the NBA. And so they said $50,000 for you. That is not euros, that is American dollars. Uh, ben Simmons of the Philadelphia 76ers is out for the rest of the year with knee surgery. Uh, the Pelicans and Zion are officially out of the playoffs, so there's no Zion in another few days, which I'm sure the NBA has uh, said about. What a fucking joke, Zion. Have you noticed, speaking of Zion, yeah. how like ESPN, NBA TV, they love showing highlights of him playing poorly? Really? No other player gets that. You see the highlights, the good parts of the game. But whenever Zion, even if he scores 25 points on 10, for, 10 of 20 for shooting, they'll spend... More than half of him, like, bricking layups and just playing bad. I'll tell you what, Zion has to get it together. How do you come back after being on break that long and you're not in shape? Yes, he has missed a few of the games. To play with his team. It is a disgrace that they're resting him. They were resting him. Well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't Gentry's decision. It came from above him. Well, what's wrong with this guy? Why can't he be in shape? They are protecting him. He is their future. <laughs> okay, just keep protecting him forever. It's not going to work out. He, he can't even be ready to play after three months off. He does not have, like, he's not going to be the next LeBron like people thought. you got to have it in you at least to want to play every game. And you don't have that if you're coming out of shape for such crucial games for that team, right? They had a shot. They had a legitimate shot. So how yeah. are you not fucking ready for that? Pisses me off. All in all, though, I mean, when he has been in there, he has played well. Of course. Well for the most part. He's great, but he's not the full package if he if he's not going to be ready to play for no for this no. And he clearly like they lost a couple of games because of the, those minutes restrictions. If he was on the court, there's a good chance the ball would have went through more and they would have uh, come out. It's on honestly, top. a shame. Is that it for the news, Blaine? No, I was still oh, you kept going, interrupting sorry. me. I had things I was going to well, say. You don't get a shot clock anymore because you've really turned it around. Oh, I, I don't know how I, long you can do this French accent for. Oh, for the show, I could do this for the entire show. I don't know how long we should do it for either. Yeah, it seems like it would get like pretty old. Yeah, I think he he may be more comfortable now. He could go back to his regular voice next week. It's whatever you want me to do, I can do that for you. Anything. Okay. Okay, so let me just finish. Team on the, uh, the way down. Like I said, Philadelphia has lost Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid has uh, an injury with his knee. But the Clippers, on the other hand, now have Montrezl Harrell back into the bubble. So that is good for the Clippers. Uh, and really, I just wanted to name a few people who are very hot in the NBA bubble. We already discussed the Devin Booker and the Michael Porter Jr., and then you also have the T.J. Warren of the Pacers. Not sure if he's paying attention. Former son. He's hitting like 55% of his three-pointers, which is insane. And even better than that, on the Portland Trailblazers, uh, Gary Trent Jr. is hitting on about 62% of his three-pointers in helping the Blazers. Yeah, both of them have been off I the mean, charts. neither one of them yeah. is missing a shot. Practice games. It's insane. Open gym right now. <laughs> Open gym. All right, guys. Well, thank you, Blandy. No problem. Beautiful. Do Beautifully again. done. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for the show tonight. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnextlife at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at hardnextlife. You can follow Barry at Barry Dworkin. You can follow Blandy Hooper at... at J. Edgar Hooper still. I didn't okay. change that yet. 
Feel free to call us. Leave us a voicemail at 516-33-MESH-1. If you like our show, leave us some ratings and reviews on iTunes. We greatly appreciate it. Did we get any new ones since the last time or no? No. Nothing new. Uh, um, actually, no. One new one. And it was all about you, of course. Nice. I'm just going to say, Jay, like Barry said, you might want to think of something else before this gets old. Okay. All right. But right now, you know, everyone loves you. But I hope it doesn't last forever. And the parody name that we've come up, you know, for you doesn't really work when we're calling you Blanderson Hooper. It's not the same as Blanderson Hooper. Why not? What do you mean, why not? Because it doesn't rhyme. doesn't rhyme with what? Anderson Cooper? doesn't rhyme with Anderson Cooper. All right, Barry. Right, but you you could just be Blanderson Hooper, and then for the news, if it's in French, then Hooper, because it's just, you know. But he referred to you as Hooper from the beginning of the show. Okay, well, I'll adjust that, Barry. Maybe we think of accents that can be done based on what's going on in the world or with the Knicks. That's right. Like it was John Stark's birthday, uh, yeah. wasn't it? Can yeah. you do a John Stark's impression? Mm. Yeah. Can Jason? you do like a lispy? I could try, not just right off the top of my head. I couldn't. Yes, you can. You could do a Starks. You met John I did. Starks. I did a lot. Doesn't time Jay? Ago. Doesn't Jay do an accent for someone like that that we've heard? As a lisp. I feel like I've heard you do like a lispy. I think he's done John Starks before. Excuse me. <laughs> Come on, give me a little John Starks. Tell me about what it was like, uh, you know, dunking over Jordan and Horace Grant. I mean, it's it's one of the great things of my life. Um, I went up for that dunk. I didn't even know that it was Michael Jordan. Oh, you do Mike Tyson. Don't you do Mike Tyson? I don't think so, but that did sound a little bit like Mike Tyson when I started to do it. <laughs> but it would have to be a lot higher. <laughs> Right? Talk about your two for eighteen game. I How horrible was that? <sighs> Do you still have nightmares about that? It was tough. It was tough. Uh, you know, uh, John Starks has like a southern accent. Does right? he? In so you want me to, to do a list. southern accent and a, and and add the that in there? <sighs> I think he was doing. Just I mean, fine. that's you're asking too much, man. All right, Barry. Well, I hope you start feeling better. It looks like you feel a little better now you've done the show. You feeling better? I do. That and the, um, you know, the water, the water. that you suggested helped, helped out. All right, well, let's wrap this up. All right. Until next time, guys, it is a hard Nick's life. Barry, I just saw a huge rat just run by you in the background. He was doing crunches on the, med- on the ball back there. Is it Remy? <laughs> it's a, it might be a Remy. Blandy, yeah, uh, Craig, Craig doesn't like the Disney movie references. Right? Come on, enough. We don't do Disney fucking references on this show. <laughs> Come on. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.